Hey guys, I know you're going to enjoy this Monday morning marketing episode, but before that real quick, I just want to let you know, don't forget to scroll all the way to the very bottom of the show notes and you can check out our sponsors. It's a great way to support the podcast. If you're like, man, I want to support the podcast. This is how you can do it. Scroll all the way to the bottom of the show notes. And if you need any of the products or services that our sponsors are giving you or they do, then please click on their photos, click on the links under their pictures. And at the same time, you get an exclusive deal, but you're also supporting the podcast. And I truly appreciate that. So that's all. That's all I wanted to let you know. All right, let's get back into this episode. Hey guys, I'm going to start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm going to give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Addison, so talk to us about internal marketing. Tell me one or a couple tactics or strategies that will help bring in new patients or help us better utilize internal marketing. All right. So when people think about marketing, obviously, I'm a numbers guy. So I always think about my overall budget. Uh, you know, you have maybe four to five percent in a, in a healthy practice if you're trying to market actively. Um, but no matter what, you should always be doing internal marketing. So that's going to eat up like one to two percent of your budget. So if you have a budget and you're thinking, okay, what do I do with this one to 2%? Um, my main strategies, I do three to four major things that are really powerful. And, uh, and my biggest goal in internal marketing is obviously happy patients, you know, a great experience. Um, but also then that they tell their friends and family and we get more new patients. Um, and, but if both of those are happening, the Google reviews follow. And so then, you know, internal marketing bleeds into the external. So a metric of how I know we're doing a really good job internally is if I see that Google review count keep slowly clicking up. And for me, uh, recently this year, our goal was to get to 1200 Google reviews. We just hit that. And there's three things that I always do um, every week that are really great. And they're actually pretty cheap um, and they're really easy to execute. So the first one uh, for new patients or for patients who are just the great ones of the day, if they really connected with a hygienist or whatever, we give them a bottle of wine, either like a red or a white, and we buy uh, cheap little bags off of Amazon. So we drop the bottle of wine into the bag. We stick our logo sticker on the front of the bag and kind of covers up the wine's logo. And people don't care what kind of wine they are, uh, but we go to either Aldi or Trader Joe's to buy the, you know, three or $4 bottles. You know, for quality, it's actually really pretty darn good. And so have a few different like white, rosé, reds options. Um, and then you put a little kind of gold ribbon wrap at the top of it. It makes it look super nice. It's a, it's a nice gift bag of wine. Um, the greatest thing, though, is that when you get to the end of like a new patient appointment and then you ask, hey, we, we love to give our new patients a bottle of wine. And they say, seriously, you're going to give me a bottle of wine? And I said, well, yeah, of course. It's a, we're going to give you a red bottle of wine so that you need tooth whitening later. <laughs> and they chuckle and and it's a great way to end the appointment so that I can kind of walk out and transition out. But then they leave on a super high note. 
when patients leave on a high note, they're going to write you a Google review. They're going to text their friends. They're going to post it on social media. So it's awesome. The other thing that we use is uh, it's the gift. And so if they don't drink wine, we give them a t-shirt. And so I'm wearing one of my t-shirts right now. Um, it's actually called a uh, Velociraptor. And so it's a picture of a dinosaur with a floss in his teeth. And so we have these funny t-shirts that every one or two months we create a new logo, a t-shirt, and sometimes it's the skyline of the city. And, you know, here in Nebraska, football's huge. So sometimes it's like a football t-shirt that you could wear to a, a football party or game day, um, but it subtly has, you know, your practice logo in it. And so um, for me, that's, that's a, a little bit more expensive. So it's maybe six to $7 per t-shirt. And we have it rolled and it has a little sticker and we write the size on it. Um, and so it's a little bit more expensive, but then it's a walking billboard for your practice. Uh, not only is it a gift, but if, as long as it's a nice quality t-shirt, patients are going to wear it around the community, uh, wear it to the gym. It's not going to be something they wear out on a nice evening, but if they wear it to the gym, more people see it. It's just a walking billboard for you. So that's a little bit more expensive, but it's a great gift. Um, I see a lot of those t-shirts around town. Uh, and then the uh, third one we do is a stainless steel mug. So we've had a couple different iterations of it. One was the coffee mug with a sippy top. Now we have the water bottle, um, more of like a hydro flask type thing. Um, and we ordered these on Alibaba over from China. Uh, order about a thousand units at a time. And they come out to about $5 a piece, even with shipping and everything. So for $5,000, I get a thousand of these mugs. I have to throw 900 of them into a storage unit. But essentially then, um, you know, we start giving these out as well. And they have our logo on one side and our tagline on the other. And uh, essentially that's something that a patient's going to use every day. You start to see those around as well. But they're pretty much like a Yeti. So people have the perceived value of like, wow, this is like a $25 mug. And so that's a pretty cheap way to get your, your patient happy as they leave out the door because they're either getting a wine bottle, a t-shirt, or a Yeti. And it's just like, wow, I came to the dentist, but I'm leaving with something that has a really high value or is really cool or really funny. So that's what I do for internal marketing. And it's, uh, it's paid off well. Got a lot of Google reviews and uh, it's helped grow our, my startup to max capacity in about three years. Your goal was to pass 1,200 Google reviews, right? When you did yeah. that, do you normally also ask them like, guys, I would love it if you left me a review or no? I actually don't even do that. So I just use um, the, the normal dental software that just texts them that evening uh, to say, hey, like we'd love it if you wrote a review. Um, but yeah, we don't even verbally actually ask for reviews almost ever. Gotcha. Okay. And then out of those, like, how do you determine which one to give out when it comes to wine, t-shirts, like which to you, what has the best conversion? I pretty much leave it up to the staff. And sometimes the staff asks the patients themselves to like, Hey, we, we give out a wine or a t-shirt or a stainless steel water bottle. Like, what would you like? And, uh, the patient just gets to choose. And sometimes we write in there like, Hey, this patient likes wine. And so if they ever have a great experience in the future or, or if we're making them wait too long, you know, there's nothing like saying you're sorry with like, Hey, here, I'm sorry. You had to wait an extra 15 minutes in the waiting room. Here's a bottle of wine. Oh, that patient's no longer pissed off at all. They're just like, Oh, okay. You can make me wait again next time. Yeah. And you know, they trot off the door. So it turns what could have been a really bad or, or even just an average or less than average patient experience 
And it flips it to be like, oh, wow. Like, even though I had to wait for the doctor, this was amazing. And they took care of me and they spent time with me. And so sometimes using a gift to actually flip a patient experience is, is uh, powerful as well. Yeah. I know I, if I got a bottle of wine for waiting, because I'm normally, I remember giving out like $5 Starbucks gift cards, right? Oh, sorry for waiting. Sorry for waiting. They're like, okay, thanks. Right. And they kind of don't even think it, but a bottle of wine, it'd be different. It'd be like, oh man, okay. Yeah. You know? It's It'd got be, some weight. It's got some weight to it. It's like something. Yeah, you can't just stick it in your pocket. So yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. With the t-shirts, when you see them around wearing your shirt, do you ever go up to them? Uh, sometimes, yeah. If I know them, you know. Of course, I have two other dentists here, so sometimes I don't know everybody. But uh, like, I see my, I saw my uh, t-shirt at a concert, and I didn't know who the person was. But I'm like, yeah, hey, that's a pretty darn cool looking t-shirt. But it was, uh, yeah, I, I try to, I, I usually know the people if they go to my same gym or if they, they're walking around, you know, on a Husker game day or something. Like, usually I'll know them. But uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, though, to see our T-shirts around. That's pretty powerful. That's nice, man. What would you say in your experience has not been a good gift or giveaway? Something that didn't really do so well? We haven't tried really anything else. We've pretty much stuck with these same three. I think the only way you could probably go wrong is if you either get something that seems cheap because that might backfire on you or if something that you're you're actually spending too much money. I think one thing that and some state laws are against this. If somebody refers a patient and you give them a gift card or like, oh, a $50 in office credit. So some state laws are against that. But if you were to incentivize them too much to refer a patient, I think that actually backfires. So if, if you were to say, oh, you know, send your friend in and I'll give you 50 bucks, I might feel a little slimy about that. I might be like, well, that seems weird if I, I don't want to benefit from just sending my friend in. Whereas if it's such a small bottle of wine or a t-shirt, something, if it's that small, then people will convince themselves that they are doing it because they really like the dentist. And hopefully they do. It's just kind of priming the pump, though, if you give that beforehand and they'll just be like, oh, it was a great experience. They gave me a bottle of wine. It was good. They'll just mention that. And it's not going to be driven by any reciprocity. It's actually they're going to be doing it because they've convinced themselves that they made that decision on their own. And they're just being a good friend to their new dentist who gave them a bottle of wine. So, yeah, got you. What about like those returning, like, you know, your, your existing patients, the returning patients who are always coming and things like that, and they haven't left a review or they've never given you a referral. I think that's where it kind of comes in. Like, I know they have friends and they have family. I want to give them an incentive. Should we do that? Be like, hey, man, give me 50, I'll give you 50 bucks if you or no. I think there's probably a silent majority or a silent plurality of people who just aren't reviewers. And that's totally okay. I don't keep too close a track of that to know. And so I don't ever try to pinpoint those um, just because I would rather, I'd rather be focused on kind of the bigger picture of, okay, am, am I just doing the best that I can with like the small dollar items? I, I guess I'm playing money ball. If I can get the most like singles and doubles with kind of the major things that are super easy that Actually, as a dentist, I don't even have to worry about. It. I just let my team give away stuff all the time. And my team just tells me like, hey, we're out of T-shirts. Let's order more T-shirts. That's about the only thing that I have to kind of keep an eye on is, okay, what, what's going on here or there? Um, and when it, it's that level of, 
the focus that I like to maintain. Whereas if, if someone's either in an age demographic or just a, a normal kind of emotional state that's like, eh, I don't like to write Google reviews or whatever, that's totally cool. And that's probably, you know, kind of a bulk of the patients we see every, every day are like, well, yeah, this is my dentist, but you know, they're great, but I'm not going to write a review. And so for me, I'd rather just be like, okay, I'll move on and I'll get a raving review from someone who is a, like a raving fan. Yeah. Got you. As a startup or acquisition, can you go higher on your marketing budget? Would you recommend that or? Yeah. So when I was a startup, we actually, for the first year, uh, we spent 15% of revenues on marketing. Uh, and the second year we backed it down to 10. And then uh, the third year, I mean, we've tried to spend five, but it's actually been pretty difficult because we've actually kind of turned off marketing because we're just so full. And so we get like, oh, 130 to 170 new patients a month on like 3% of marketing. But mostly, you know, it's because we've created just a really positive environment internally. And, I, and I, I'm glad this is about all internal marketing because I think your internal marketing return for investment is just so much better than anything you could do externally. Like you buying Google ads, buying billboards, buying radio ads should all be secondary to the internal marketing. Like your internal is by far and away the best investment. And when you spin that, you know, uh, like Jim Collins talks about the flywheel, you know, you start spinning the flywheel. If you have a happy patient interaction, you almost can't help but have them tell their friends. And if they tell their friends, you almost can't help but have more new patients. And if you keep spinning that flywheel, you almost can't help but have to buy your building and kick out everybody else because you're going to expand your clinic because you're full. And so that's, you know, I think that's what's great. Even if you're an existing practice, try spending 15% on marketing for a couple months and see where it gets you. Because you might be like, oh, that's the kickstart you need to really start to get a positive push or a rebranding. Like, you know, just putting more energy into the marketing might totally get you a kick that would be super powerful going forward. Awesome, Addison. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Uh, yeah, addisonkilleen.com. And uh, you can buy, uh, you can see any of my books on uh, amazon.com as well. Guys, I'm going to put a link to all that in the show notes below. He has amazing stuff. I think you just came out with one, right? Another one? Yep, we did uh, last fall. We did the associate manual for people who are going to hire a dental associate. And then this summer we came out with a marketing manual. So it goes through kind of uh, actually all my marketing stuff that I used in my startup. Nice. So guys, that's going to be in the show notes below. So definitely check that out. And Addison, thank you so much for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. You're welcome.